welcome to stat, I'm telling you all Medical true crime stories, and it gets bizarre Karen Wickham, yeah she used to work in ER And now she's sharing the knowledge, so let's get involved Ay, Funny and scary at the same time Medical mysteries, all facts, she ain't lying <laughs> So tune in to stat, if you dare Cause crazy things can happen anytime, anywhere <laughs> Yeah Hello, hello, hello everybody out there in podcast land Welcome to stat Shocking Traumas and Treatments, and this is Hardcore ER with Karen and Mary. You know what? I think we're going to have to come up with a an opening for Hardcore ER. What do you think? Yeah, we could maybe we could get some suggestions from uh, the listeners out there. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. This, to me, sounds like a contest idea. Mm-hmm. So what do we say that maybe some people... I got it. Let's have some people record an opening for Hardcore ER and send it to us at K-A-Y-W-I-C-K at S-T-A-T-T-A-L-E-S dot com. That's Statales dot com. Record, send in a Hardcore ER opening and you will win a prize package not just a prize a prize package oh a surprise prize package excellent maybe i'll record one myself i i could use a surprise package okay well (laughs) why don't you try (laughs) i might just cook you uh some deep fried grapes for dinner or something exciting like that I don't know what that is, but you're a great cook, so we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that sounds like a great idea. So let's say between now and the next, well, I, I kind of put the the hardcore hours out uh, radically. The end of June, June 30th is the cutoff for the hardcore ER entrance or en- entries. Sound good? Sounds good. Okay, so let's get started. Well, it's uh, finally getting warmer up here, and finally. We take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Do you remember that song? I do remember that song, yes. Yeah. Okay. It does feel like we have been living in igloos for most of the spring. No, I'm just kidding. It's not been that bad. But finally, we've got some nice weather. And kids are outside playing and, you know, being more active and people are riding bikes and all that kind of stuff. And we uh, thought of, or it made me recall, a story that you told me. And this is one of those slightly more mm, graphic and detail stories. Yeah, let's put that out there. It There is a trigger warning because this for sure is not for the faint of heart. This one is pretty gory and it does involve a child so just so you guys know not safe for work not a good idea for any children to be listening to this okay guys now as much as i love to hear and see kids playing outside school's gonna be out soon riding their bikes all that kind of stuff much better than in front of the tv playing video games and you know all that kind of stuff on tablets and everything i Love it, but to a certain degree. I also pretty much have a heart attack 
or two every time I go out. Because if I see a little kid riding their bike a little bit too far ahead of their parents or too close, close to the road or if they run ahead, because, you know, kids are just like, yay, fun, wee. And I am like, get that kid. Where's the parents? What's going on? Why isn't he wearing a helmet? What's happening? And I, you know, do I not marry? Yeah, she's super overprotective of kids, but I think that's just your nature of having seen the result of kids that, you know, weren't as careful or, God forbid, the parent wasn't paying attention. But sometimes accidents will happen regardless of how great the parent is as far as monitoring the child and just, you know, that's why they're accidents. They do happen sometimes. Well, I've got a perfect example of, of that that will drive, I guess, any parent or nurse insane it's it's one of those those things where how does this happen here's a perfect example we had a child that had come in and they had been riding on their bike without a helmet flipped going downhill flipped over their bike and just completely wiped out crashed what do you think going downhill fast no helmet flipped over the handlebars Hmm, okay, well, I would think concussion. I would think uh, facial injuries, lacerations, not not good, broken jaw maybe. Well, how about this? Scrapes and bruises only. Then another child had come in later on in the summer and was straddling their bike with a helmet on. So, like, you know, the kids will have, like, one foot on the curb mm-hmm. and, and the car, the, their bike will be beside on the ground and then the other leg is sort of, like, they're trying to push off. Mm-hmm. Well, this one child was straddling his bike and lost balance, fell, hit their head with the helmet, snapped their neck and died instantly. What? Yeah. So, those are two examples of where you go, what the F is this all about? Child, no helmet. Exactly. I know. So it's one of those things where, oh like, God. wears the helmet, does everything right, just loses balance, snaps next, dies and instantly. Child flips over, head, head, you know, ass over tea kettle, full out, scrapes and bruises. Sometimes, um, wow. who knows? Who knows why this stuff happens? So mm. that's why I, I get a little crazy, a little overprotective. Um, anyone who listened to my last episode with my son, the poor guy was... <laughs> was bubble wrapped at times. I mean, I wasn't a helicopter mom, but uh, I made sure that uh, he was wearing protective gear and I was lucky. He only sustained a few. He got through without any broken bones, let's just put it that way. And he might have gotten a few or came close to getting a few when I caught him without his helmet on. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Which then. you know is not true. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so let's uh, move on to this the story. It's uh, pretty bad. But it does have a little bit of a happy ending, just to let you know. Or maybe I should have kept that a secret. No, I think that's okay to let them know. That yeah, so at least you know ending. when they're listening to it and, and you know, it's, it's disturbing that they know that, that there is a good outcome remarkably. A light at the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, of course, working in the ER... Uh, I wasn't actually a, the trauma nurse that day. I was on the trauma team. So how it works is that 
there's many different, it depends on the hospital, but there's different areas. You generally have your acute care where the patients are quite sick, and there's one that's an ambulatory care where it's sort of an in and out. Then there's sort of a, an in-between where, say, you have appendicitis and you're waiting for surgery, and you have your trauma room, you have your observation room, you have triage, that kind of stuff. Generally, there is a nurse or two nurses to each area and a float nurse if there's enough people on that day. And each person is picked from an area so that if a trauma comes in, then you have your, your trauma team for that day. So I, I, was, I was one of the nurses that day. Um, this, is how, this is how it happened. There was a little girl playing on their front lawn and mom was right there with her. That, you know, she was being properly supervised and a dump truck, recycling truck came by or close to the house and she was really excited and she's, yeah, dump truck, look at this. You know, after playing with them, they see one in real life. They're, whoa, this is fun. This is awesome. This is great. And of course, it's the these ones that have the double wheels on, on each side. She ran out in front of the, the dump truck. They didn't see her until too late, and her legs got caught in between the double tires. Oh. Yeah. 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 That sounds bad. Very bad. What happened is that... Those poor guys, too. They must have been traumatized. Oh, yeah, yeah. What happened was that um, both of her legs were degloved up above to above the knee. Okay, so for those, that sounds really bad. So for those of us who don't know, don't know what degloving is. Yeah, no, it, it, it's horrible. Basically, you know when you're wearing a glove and you pull it off backwards, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's inside out? Mm-hmm. Well, degloving is kind of the same thing where all the tissues are pulled backwards off the bone. So everything is removed, muscle, tissues off the bone. And this happened from ankle to above the knee and it's it was horrible with the pressure to the bottom of her foot kind of split open like a potato if you you know you have a baked potato and you and you squish it in the middle and it kind of pops open yeah yeah so the pressure just popped her her both of the bottom of her feet wide open like that that sounds very painful horrific and the child was was awake when um, she came into the the ER and her legs were flailing everywhere and I can't imagine the pain that that must be oh shock pain fear it it was it was horrible and infection would be a big oh infection you just think about how dirty the tires are the uh, I mean just just the 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 shearing effect the the heat the 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 yeah uh, it it was it was horrible and so one of my jobs was basically one of us each had to take a leg so that because this child somehow was able to, to to kick these legs in the air from her hips sort of and there was flesh flying in every direction and I was holding on but it was still attached flesh <laughs> yeah but it was like pulled off degloved. Wow. I'm sure there was stuff missing, but it, it was it was flying everywhere, and I was literally holding down her her leg 
on bone. Wow. And there were fractures. It was it was her feet were facing in the wrong direction and it it was um I still to this day is it bothers me very much. There's Okay, this is going to sound, you know what? I'm just going to say it. I mean, I'm telling these stories. I can't eat certain meat now. I can't stand the smell of certain meat because of what happened. Mm. And I mean, you know that there's there's certain things yeah, that I, no, I just... Yeah, I know. Sometimes you, there's certain We won't say or... what, but I just, I can't. I, I push it away or I'll gag or the smell of it will really bother me. I just, I, I can't do it. And I know that that happens to, to people that work hmm. in our line of work. It's, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and I, I think it, in, in part you know, stemmed from, from this, this situation, this, uh, this case, this poor child. So we pretty much this, she was, she was put under almost immediately being in the emerge. She was intubated. She was put into a, a, a coma, you know, um, you know, under anesthetic pretty much immediately. Right. Uh, uh, medical coma. I can't even imagine that pain, the pain that that yeah. poor girl was in. Oh yeah. my God. And the mother was there and she was screaming, just absolutely screaming hysterically. So here's this child, ugh, unbelievable. And then you hear the mother just in agony herself and blaming herself. And you know what? It wasn't her fault. Little kids get away on you quickly. Everyday thing like a recycling truck comes by or a dump truck or anything comes by, they're up and they're gone. And, you know. Yeah, sometimes they just get excited and, and that's why they're accidents, right? I mean. Yeah, yeah. So. So. Give we, the mom a couple of Ativans maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. it. it I, I, all I know is that I, I think I would have felt the exact same way. Oh, no doubt. I'm sure. And so as much as, I mean, we're, we're driven to, uh, to, to stabilize this child you know stabilize the patients and then move them on so that they can continue on with, with their emergency care but uh you know at the time i just had to focus all of us just had to focus and make sure we just did everything we needed to do um but i gotta tell you we all walked out of there just pale and our eyes bulging out of our head because we had to go straight back to our areas and work like there, there's no debriefing here. There's sick patients that you got to go straight back to. So it's sort of, holy shit, what just happened? That was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Knock it out of my head. I've got six, eight very sick patients. My colleague has been running that whole side by themselves the entire time. And I got to go help them, of course, pick up the slack and keep moving on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, so what was the um, what was the I don't even know what the outcome. I, no, I'm just thinking like when the kid first came in. I mean, you must have just been kind of like holy crap, like you know, like how well, there's I- a call that comes in overhead, so you know it, and then you just you take off, you get your all your stuff on. Um, so once the kid was sedated, what what was it that you guys did? I mean. 
was there a lot of blood? Is there a lot of blood with this kind of of, of a thing that happens? A degloving? Well, I mean, of course, there's there's a there's a lot of blood. There's a, there's so much damage. So you're trying to, you know, keep make the area those areas as as sterile as possible. You know, in some cases, you might just get uh, really big saline wrapped uh, towels or, or or gauze, those types of things, just to help keep it moist, keep it clean as, as best you can. Of course, you're, you're infusing IV, you're infusing blood, you're infusing antibiotics, you're infusing, like you, you can imagine all the, on the medications that we're, mm. we're having to, to pump in. And of course they're getting the surgery prepped and to get this child uh, immediately sent off to surgery. And, and, you know, as, as horrible as it was, you know, on top of it, we were, we knew this child was going to have um, bilateral amputation and so to think that, thank God, they're going to survive. At least we, we hoped that they would make it, you know, past the, uh, that window uh, where you, you know, the shock, many different things can, can take place where, you know, you can pass. But we found out after surgery, again, we're not allowed to look into it, but sometimes, sometime, somehow, the information gets back to us, gratefully. And we know that the child did survive the surgery. And as it turns out, they walked out. Wow. They saved her legs. Okay, well, so like, well, I mean, how much time did she like walk out after the surgery? She walked out with braces. Okay, okay, that makes sense. And like those um, kind of, um, I forget what they call it. I think they actually call them the Canadian crutches. They're they're sort of... um, it's like a, it goes around your forearm and you hold on. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. Yeah, yeah. No, Not okay. just a regular. And they've cr- got like kind of a wrist thing or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. And so well, there's just a little thing, you know. Yeah. So she pretty much just walked out with the crutches That's uh, after like I, you know, tens and tens of of, of surgeries, uh, grafts, you name it. But she had, she walked out. They were able to save her legs through the incredible surgeries, microsurgeries. If you can just imagine what took place, but the one thing that surgery cannot do, the one thing that all the surgeries, all the medical care can't do, is have that drive, that heart, that courage that children have. Children are the toughest, most positive, most incredible little heroes in my mind and it's it's that nature that drive that says you know what i can do this and they do it they're just they blow my mind little heroes little heroes and they rarely complain i mean they do sometimes of course because this hurts this is terrible but they want to play they want to have fun they want to go on with it because that's how they see it. There's, there's, there's tons of fun to still have. And, you know, the thing is, too, with kids, they, they want to make people happy as well. So, yes, they just, they don't want to see their parents crying. They want to just do, uh, you know, I could go on and on, but this is part of the reasons why I think kids are just some of the most incredible humans. And I wish more of us humans can, could keep that, that childlike heart and just play and just see the positive things in life and just be tough little heroes. 
And believe in stuff. Believe in stuff that we sometimes get adulted out of us. Um, I guess you could use the word adulterated, but, um, <laughs> but they in don't a sense care. that what it is. But, but kids, not in a bad way, but they just, they still have that pure innocence and heart. Yeah. They're not so much worried about what they're going to look like in a sense. I mean, after a certain age, yes, but it's more like, I just want to run again. I just want to play again. You know, it's it's not so much like, what are my legs going to look like and in, 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 in all these things. And, of course, you know, you add on top of their ability to heal. I mean, it's, it's yeah, incredible. Yeah, true. I mean, we don't have as much stuff to inhibit their healing as we do. Well, they've got some life. nice, clean livers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> People don't realize that uh, when children have, have cancer, leukemia, different things like that, that they get blasted, I think... Four, three, four times, with three, four times more radio, um, radio chemotherapy and radiation than we do as adults because they have healthy livers and healthy kidneys and they can flush it out. I mean, it's horrible, all of it. But they, that's that's, I guess, if you want to call it a benefit, if there if there can be, is that they're oftentimes their ability to go into remission is so high because they can take the higher amounts. But to me, the thoughts of a little guy going through that is enough to drive me a little wacky. Mm-hmm. But so that's today's story. True amazing, story. Amazing, amazing. As awful as it is, I, I, it's a, it's a story of, of hope and resilience and toughness and just miracles. You know, I don't, I don't care what we all believe in. Everybody's entitled to believe with whatever they want to believe, but sometimes. A miracle is something as simple as this ending, how this 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 end, how this turned out. This is one of those things where I'll never know where they are and what they're doing, but there's something that tells me that there's something so special about this person that they're probably doing something amazing right now, even if it's just walking, you know. <laughs> even if it's just walking, and you know, you guys were part of that. You were part of that miracle, and that's you know. One of the things that happens in hospitals is miraculous things. Angels that are here on earth do miraculous things. Well, you're one of them because you're a healer yourself. Oh, well, thank you. You know, um... I think if I saw a degloved leg, though, I'd probably faint. (laughs) You know what? You never know what you can handle until it comes in front of you. I don't know. Sometimes I feel a little queasy when I'm getting my own blood drawn. So. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are like that. But I mean, I think a lot of a lot of us, a lot of people say I, I couldn't do your job. But there are I say it right back to many, many people because. But when we're put in a situation of life and death, it's incredible the things that we can do, our ability to do it. Very true. I've heard that before. Some people do things they didn't think they could do. So. Like lift a car off a person? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's super adrenaline powers there for sure. Yeah. So, anyway, that... Oh, what happened to my voice? Highway! Tra-la-la-la-la-la-la! I'll get rid of my puberty voice. Anyway, that's the end of today's heart. Core. E-R. So, guys, remember? Remember! The contest. Send me in an opening, and I will use it. I might even like. I'm either going to use it and keep it with your voice, or maybe I'll use it and 
use my voice. I'm not sure yet. I'm excited about this one. I'm really excited, so please don't let me down. Do it. Just do it. Just do it. Excellent. So get hardcore, everybody, and come up with a wonderful new intro or an outro or both if you want, I guess. Oh, both. Well, maybe it could be an ambidextrous opening, closing. I don't know. <laughs> ambidextrous? Amphibious? <laughs> oh, no, that's not it. I'm and, ambidextrous. And, uh, and amazing? Okay. Okay, we're, we're just getting silly now. So, remember to take care of you. Take care of the people you love. Let's take care of each other. But most importantly, love yourself. Peace. One love. Peace. One love. True crime and it gets none realer. Sometimes it'll be the cure that'll kill you. Gotta watch out, yeah, you gotta watch your back. Cause you don't wanna be another episode on stat. Thank you for tuning in, learn a thing or two. These medical mysteries can be unbelievable, yeah. Subscribe, make sure you do that so you'll be tuned in and be ready for the next show. Stat.